Welcome to the Disability Belongs podcast. Today's episode is super exciting because we have not one, but two guests with us. We have Tatum Trakariku, who was on our first episode with us, and we also have Jen Barnes. And I think I'm going to affectionately just nickname this episode the Tatum's Roommates episode because I was Tatum's roommate in college and now Jen is currently Tatum's roommate. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And like we always do, got to get those fun facts in there. Jen's fun fact is that she likes the color pink. Her glasses have pink on them. They are awesome. I'm looking at them right now. (laughs) And Tatum's bonus fun fact, because we got one the first episode, is that her name came from looking like a tater tot in the womb. Is that correct, Tatum? Yes. Tatum, tater tot. Great. I don't know that I know anyone else that was named after a tater tot. (laughs) Hope you don't. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. You're doing really well. I'm excited that you guys get to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we finally get to meet on virtually, not quite in person. Yeah, yet, one day, <laughs> one day. So, since we have this weird roommate triangle going here, Great. I thought we would start off by asking, do you have any good roommate stories to share? So, Jen, do you have any good roommate stories about Tatum? Well, one story I can, there's the... She takes me, she, uh, like, I believe it was yesterday we tried to go to coffee, oh, but yeah. we discovered that, that we got there past closing time, and yep. <laughs> so we couldn't actually go in because it was closed and everything for the day, and, and also we went to a different coffee shop and everything to, like, hang out and yep. everything... Instead, then, and all I think that that's all I can think of right now. Nice. That was fun. I like that one. That one's kind of funny because I don't, at least, unless this has changed recently, I don't think Tatum's a coffee drinker. Not really. But I feel like you're like a coffee, you're like a social coffee shop goer, (laughs) but not a coffee drinker. I don't know. When we went to the coffee shop, four of us went. Nobody got coffee. Yeah. (laughs) That is great. Got waters and sodas and a bunch of other things, but not coffee. (laughs) That's funny. Tatum. Yeah. Do you have stories about the two of us? Probably not together because you haven't met. Yes, I do. I am a little scared. thinking about this earlier. Uh, I'll start with you because you did me. I... I don't know if I have like a top story, but definitely going and seeing the plays has been really fun. And then um, going when we recorded that video early on in the year was really mm-hmm. fun. Um, and then, I don't know, I think the day that we went to the mall and the Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage movie mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> just hung out all day mm-hmm. with like us and then Laura and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was just so good. So, yeah, that's probably top couple. And then Cammy. Like you guys get out a lot. All these fun adventures. <laughs> really all over the place. That's great. Yeah. And then Cammy. I think one of my top ones, specifically in roommate time with you, was, and I don't know if this is the one that you would say too, but um, when we did our mobility aid photo shoot, um, <laughs> because I, I had my cane and she had her wheelchair and it was like, what, like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock at night. 
Oh yeah, I was. We were was kind of like go around the campus and like see which parts of the campus were and weren't accessible to different things. Spoiler alert: none of them are accessible. None of them are accessible. But it was a fun like I don't know. We were nerds and we were like, this will be fun. Um, and then we took a bunch of pictures, like, but the specifically the like um, timer pictures. So we would like set the phone, and then we would like run out and like take pictures. It was really fun. And then ordering square pizza with you every other Friday night. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was like very often, and we had a very specific very order specific on order. Uber Eats. And like after the first couple times, we were like. They are totally judging us for our order. Every time we order, they're like, oh, these people again. Like, yeah. <laughs> With their gluten-free, sauceless pizza. <laughs> yes. My like, yeah. We had very particular order that we would just, like, repeat. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, I miss square pizza. And now so. you have to give your favorite roommate story with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. The one that keeps coming to mind is the ongoing Easter egg hunt. Yeah, so, Adam got a bunch of Easter eggs from her family, right? Yeah, my mom happened. Yep, and then she, oh, she asked what jelly beans I could eat out of like very specific jelly beans, and then she picked through the colors because I could only eat certain colors, <laughs> which that sounds really strange, but like I couldn't eat the particular food. like food dye it was like a natural food dye but I couldn't eat that ingredient and so she picked through and got just the orange pink and yellow ones out and then hid them in like very challenging places (laughs) like one of them was in my box of rice in the freezer and I like and it was not this was not just like a 20 minute easter egg hunt that I like went around and collected them all no it was like a week long of (laughs) me being like there is an egg in my sock. Yep. Wait. <laughs> and if Tatum wasn't like in the apartment at that time, I would text her a picture and she'd be like, where'd you find that one? So that was a lot of fun. And then after that, I filled the eggs with happy Tatum affirmations. Really um, one of them was just, I am blind. Yes. <laughs> Which I think was my personal was favorite. Good. Yeah. It, Cause it was and like, then, I am loved. I am good. I am powerful, and then I am blind, and I was like, this is so good. So that was a lot of fun. Also, the story that you told about the mobility aid photo shoot, right before that, we had gone around campus, and there's this one spot on campus, you forgot the best part, yeah, where there's a ramp, and I'm, I was using my wheelchair, so there's a ramp, and I was like, let's see, what's wheelchair accessible? There's a ramp, goes up to this like patio area, and there are no less than like six flights of stairs like there's this flight of stairs down to the tennis courts and then up another area and I was like what was the purpose of this ramp because you literally can't get anywhere after this and this like security guard guy because it was again like 10 o'clock at night when we decided to do this was like there's a ramp over there and we're like yeah you know we're just exploring (laughs) he's like there's a ramp over there we're like yes we took it up here and now we can't get anywhere from here yeah it was yeah very funny so he was very confused so what led the two of you to live at friendship house well for me what led me to be living here is like i was living with my parents basically until i started living here and everything like basically my whole life and everything and 
we then, when I was still at, we didn't know about Bridget House and everything until we moved, until my parents and I moved down here. And all, so what led me here was my parents first learned about Bridget House, then they told me about it and everything. And, and so what led me to live, start living here was the people mainly and everything because all the people who live here know what it's like to live with a disability and and all and I really like that because if I didn't find the people who currently live here I would still be living under my parents roof and yeah everything in which I kind of don't like because <laughs> even though I do love my parents a lot and thing I kind of do like having my own space and yeah. everything that's not their roof and <laughs> everything and yeah I think I um, actually technically speaking heard of it from my mom too she's very yeah. excited that she found it um and I mm. I had like been like doing a lot of uh disability theology already in undergrad and so then I was like I like heard about houses like this and I was like I gotta do this like this is gonna be really interesting and so I was super excited um to like kind of get to like I don't know be part of it just because and then I think also partly because I went Cami from living with you and I was like oh I really like living in like uh, not that that was like an intentional disability space but I was like I like living oh, it was. like get this <laughs> um and like I don't want to be like the only person um, who like understands disability and disability culture and stuff in a space and so it was just like a super natural thing for me to be like yes this is where I want to live and I'm super excited that I got to and it's been really great. So that leads us kind of perfectly into the next question which is how does disability impact relationships when living as roommates or living in community? Well for me I kind of really have to live a person know that I have a disability and on or for them to know what makes me me and everything yeah. and on if they don't know that fact about me then they might treat me a little bit differently and 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 on so after I've let them know that I have a disability they know that they have to treat me in a certain way that would be right for a person like myself with a disability and everything because yeah. there are some people out there that aren't nice to people with disabilities and everything which is just wrong and yeah everything and and also I think that's all I have to say yeah I think yeah, pretty similar with me. I think I, like, letting people know, like, kind of that, like, first step of, like, when people are, like, oh, we, like, I saw a thing on, actually, on the internet right before this that was, like, see the person and the disability, and I thought that was really helpful because it was, like, you're not ignoring, like, that part of who we are, um, and so I think, I think it kind of impacts relationships for me and that I know, um, I don't know, I know better 
I think because I'm disabled, I know better how to connect with people, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I, um, I think I figured this out probably especially when I was living with you, Cammie, and then now it's, like, at play here, too. Um, but I think, like, I'm aware of, like, hopefully at least, little things <laughs> that, like, um, I guess the two of you would probably know, but I'm aware of, like, little things that I feel like are really important in living in relationship that I don't think um I would have necessarily been um without a disability just like knowing like there's particular things that I need but there's also particular things that like everybody else needs and kind of like balancing those things has been a really huge part of I think it's just a really huge part of being a roommate in general and so then when I'm like just existing but (laughs) like in relationship with people um but then I think especially because I know that about myself then I'm able to like recognize that in other people and like I don't know, kind of, like, fill that balance or whatever. I don't know, that wasn't a phrase, but, you know. Both of you, I don't think intentionally did this, but, Jen, you said that telling people you're disabled is important because it's what makes you, you. I just really loved that phrase. And then Tatum said a really similar thing of, like, disability is so ingrained in who she is and, I guess, in who all of us are that... Mm that's like you can't separate that when you're living in a roommate situation Mm -hmm. and I think for me that was definitely something I experienced living with a non-disabled roommate and living with a disabled roommate Mm -hmm. is when I lived with a non-disabled roommate it was kind of tricky because I felt like I had to like apologize for the disabled part of me or like separate it from myself a little bit but when I lived with a disabled roommate, I could be like, hey, come come be disabled with me. Yeah. That's also not a phrase, but yeah. it'll be a thing. Um, but just like, I didn't feel like I needed to apologize for that part of myself. And I shouldn't have to apologize for that part of myself in any yeah. circumstance. But when you're living in community with other disabled people, it's just a lot easier in a lot of ways which I think people don't realize yeah Yeah, I really agree with that so what have you noticed like what are some differences you've noticed about building relationships in maybe more of like a school setting as compared to in a community living setting and Tatum this question there's not as like clear cut of boundaries for you I guess because like part of your schooling is community living um but any thoughts on that from either yeah I guess I can answer this one first I think um I think living like roommate living is just so much more like intimate because you're like doing life together rather than just like being in a classroom for like a couple hours or whatever um and I think it's also like mediated like uh school situations are mediated by like teachers and like at least for me at the latter half of high school, uh, mediated by one-on-one aid and, like, all of these things. And so there's just more, like, I don't know, sort of, like, people telling you what to do and how to do it. Um, And then coming and living. And I think even, like, now in grad school, that's still (laughs) still a thing. Um, But then people, like, coming and living here or living with you um, in undergrad or whatever, um, it's just more, like, I don't know, it's more intimate and you kind of get to set the tone of it yourself. 
Um, and I found actually that like in school, it's felt a lot more for me, um, sort of like focus on like independent and like disconnecting from my disability. Like I think my school was really like, you like you want to disconnect from your disability. And then I found um, in like actual friendships and relationships with like roommates that I've been like, oh, I can actually like embrace this part of who I am. And so that's been really helpful. Yeah. Well, for me, I've been like, all my schooling, like, I've been like in like special ed programs, like basically from like elementary school until after I graduated from like community college and like the post-secondary program that the high school that I went to out in Illinois and everything and and all because there wasn't that that's only like kind of schooling I got because of how my brain is and everything and and I didn't actually go to but I was in like public school up until high 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 school where I where I actually went to like boarding school and everything for that and and all because they saw like after I finished middle school they saw that the pu- public high school wasn't gonna be pretty good for me because I didn't have the special ed program that mm-hmm. I needed and everything for myself and all so that's the reason why I went to board boarding schools for my high schooling and a little bit of my college and everything because of my disability and everything. What were your friendships like in those schools? Well, in the in the boarding schools, I when I went to in Illinois, I got to hang out with like other learning disabled students and everything because it was a school that was designed specifically for learning disabled students and everything and and on like every single student had a different form of learning disability and like the staff there they were especially trained to work with learning disabled students and everything because they were went through specific training in order to like work and teach at this one school and everything and on if I didn't go to that school I would have gotten that kind of education I did and everything and and also I'm like really glad I went to that school and because it was a really good school and cool. and on I like really recommend that school to anyone who's going through like high school and everything themselves and are learning to say what themselves and everything. Thanks for sharing that. That's really interesting. You're welcome. Yeah, it's kind of cool because I like in high school was like the bulk of my kind of special education experience too. And so that, I don't know, that's kind of a cool like connection. I didn't really 
anticipate that being a place that I connected with people and I really love that like now I can like I don't know be I don't know like excited that that was part of my schooling experience too yeah that's really interesting like for disabled people and non-disabled people all of the like different transitions in life like high school relationships are pretty different than the relationships that you build in college which are different than the relationships that you build in the like quote real world still not sure what the real world is it's definitely in the title of my podcast but if someone figures that out let me know (laughs) what's the the title disability disability belongs reflections on being disabled in the real world in the real world which i mean my take on the real world in that like cami soapbox for the episode because apparently there's always one of these but my take on the real world is just that everything is the real world so school is the real world community is the real world and disability belongs spoiler alert in all of those settings so (laughs) if you don't know the point of the podcast fun fact disability belongs period period yes on that note why is it important for disabled people to live in community well i believe if there wasn't a community for disabled people to live together, then we wouldn't know like how to interact with other people and everything and probably do really bad stuff to other people and probably to ourselves and everything and and all and so yeah and and if there wasn't a community like this then the only place i'd be living is under my parents roof which i don't want to be living under my parents roof and everything for the rest of my life and oh because i don't know what i would like do with myself once they're like dead and gone and yeah everything and and all that's the reason why i really like living here where i know what i'm doing and everything and and all yeah jen do you want to talk a little bit about like the relationships that you've built living at friendship house like the friendships with tatum and rebecca and oh. Allie? you're just naming roommates that you can I'm trying really hard to get roommate names out and I don't know if I can get any more than that sorry friends (laughs) the fact that she's like my second roommate that I've had that came all the way from California (laughs) and everything and and the first one the first roommate I've had lived doing me that came from California is a girl named Keegan, who I'm going to be in the wedding of this yes. on July 9th and everything. And also was like, when Dame told me that she's from California, I found that to be like really surprising yeah. to, to me because the only other person I know of that came here all the way from California was Keegan and and also knowing that about her was really kind of 
cool and surprising and and all so yeah and now I'm like really wondering to myself who's gonna come live with me that's from California next <laughs> yeah, and <seriously>. everything <laughs> is the big question on my mind is out how did they find two people from California to come live with a girl like me and yeah, everything really like who from California is gonna come next yeah. and also yeah that's going like cool. with my other like mates they're like really nice people and and on they like know what like how do be around a person with this way because I tell them that I this way and if you treat me in this way I'll treat you in that same way and everything because we all deserve to be treated in like the way that we want to be treated and everything and yeah. and all so Definitely. yeah and yeah. you can say what you want yeah. to say yeah, I think for me, the, um, I mean, similar to you, Jen, the, um, just the fact that I, like, I think a lot about the fact that years ago, I probably wouldn't have been given an opportunity to live in community, um, and how, like, my life would be drastically different, um, and I would be with my parents, or institutionalized, or some other thing, um, and so I just think about, for me personally, that that would be, like, disappointing. And then also, um, I think, I, like, feel very strongly that, like, disabled people bring a lot to community. So it's not just, like, oh, like, it's good for disabled people to live in the community for their own sake, which is true, but also for the sake of the community because we, like, as disabled people, just, like, more broadly, we have to, like, be a lot more creative with how we, like, I don't know, like, accommodate and, like, interact with the world, and, like, we have, like, really particular, like, um, ways of, like, thinking about things that are, like, different from, like, abled or neurotypical people or things like that, and so it just, um, it's really cool to me how having, um, disabled people living in the community, like, changes the community and brings, like, positive aspects, not only to our lives, but also to, like, the, like, people, like, everyone else that is living in community with people because I think a lot of times it just gets said that like I don't know like oh like we have to like include these people and like let them in or whatever but I'm like no it's not like letting people do something it's like we're like we're just as valuable and like not only just as valuable but like add something more and different to um community that makes it better and so I don't know I yeah. Like, the relationship in community goes multiple ways. It's not just, like, non-disabled yeah. <laughs> people caring for disabled people who somehow don't bring anything to the table. Like, that yeah, doesn't make sense exactly. if you think about it that way. It's that everyone is contributing something to the community, which is why it's so important to be in community with mm -hmm. different people and disabled right. people. What have people done... And this can be disabled peers or abled peers to make you feel welcome and cared for in your community that you're living in. Yeah, all of us can answer this one. Tatum, do you want to start? Yes. Okay. 
Um, I think as both of you probably are aware, I'm a really like extroverted, like people-y person. And I'm also a really like big words of encouragement person. Um, and so I think like one of the main things that has been really helpful for me in community is like to have, um, I don't know, just like quality time together, um, and like getting to do stuff together and like, um, I don't know, just sort of that, like, even like thinking about going home this summer, just how like I've had a couple roommates say like, oh, like I'll FaceTime you and things like that, um, has felt really good. And then also just like, I don't know, I'm a really big like words of affirmation person. So sometimes I really am like, I need you to tell me that we're good. (laughs) Um, I am not mad at you. (laughs) The number of times um, that I need to hear that is ridiculous. But um, yeah, I think just like really open communication about like, hey, like we're, we're good. Like, or like, like your little Easter egg affirmations or whatever um, has, is just like, I don't know. Those are probably the two ways that I feel most cared for especially I think especially in living situations because like when you're living with people like you it is really hard to not be on good terms and so I think being like really explicitly aware that like people want to be spending time with me and people want to be like um I don't know and like are like (laughs) telling me that is helpful but yeah I don't know Jen what about you is there like particular things that people do that make you feel really loved and a part of community well they like they were like, I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert, and I think so. I really like it when people like invite me out to like do stuff with them, like walk places or go places with them, and everything. Like if they're going to see like a movie or something, I would definitely join in on yeah. that and. And everything. Otherwise, I'll be like probably doing something in my room or doing something by myself. And and also, especially like when people like invite me to do stuff with them, like like as I go see a movie or like play a board game or whatever. And and I like really like that. And and otherwise, I'll be doing either be on my phone or doing something like a beer or whatever and not hang out with people and everything. Yeah. Jen, I'm also definitely an introvert. I don't know how Tatum yeah. Tatum is somehow like an introvert magnet. She's yeah, like, like the most extroverted extrovert possibly that I know. Probably. And she just like adopts us little introverts. <laughs> I know. I feel like the bulk of like my like core best friend group is introverted and I'm like, okay. Okay. No, I think here's what it is, is all like, I have maybe like, maybe my top like five friends are all introverts. And then I'll just hang out with people one at a time. And I'll be like, we'll like watch something. And then I'll go on the phone and talk to Cammie. And then I'll hang out with Rebecca. So I'm getting all of the extroverts. Like, yeah, you get all of the energy from all of us. And then we just get like, Tatum energy yeah. and that's like yes we've gotten all of our like, people I just, energy. Like, bounce between I didn't even realize that I did that until right now but yeah I really bounce between like I saw like three or four introverted people mm. <laughs> all the, at all times that's just that's like so my funny. that's my life there you go yeah. <laughs> learning things about ourselves yeah, so. yeah well learning things and podcasting wow <laughs> I think okay I'm gonna answer yeah. this question I don't know if I get to do yes, that as do. the interviewer is that how it works I think 
for me, it's been really like special for lack of a better word <laughs> when people recognize or remember things like yeah. dietary restrictions or something that like I need done or checking like remembering the date of a doctor's appointment or something just like little things where people check in or mm. like like when Tatum sorted jelly beans for me yeah. <laughs> like that makes my heart so happy because it was I mean, it was definitely extra work for you, but, like, it wasn't this, like, giant grand gesture. It was just a little thing, and I was like, aw, like, I know you care, and I know you, like, remember what I need, and that makes me happy. Oh, I want to jump on that, because I feel very similarly, and this fits in with the conversation that we're having, but when I went into undergrad, when I first, like, the first opportunity that I had to have roommates... I lived in a single because the like disability accommodation office people said that I wouldn't be able to find roommates who would tell me if they're turning on and off the light because it hurts if light comes on and I'm not like aware that it's coming on it makes my eyes hurt and so having um (laughs) so I was told that like nobody's gonna do that for you like whatever um and so I didn't expect people to do that to me so I lived by myself as a very extroverted extrovert for two years and then started living with roommates and so I still like I think I mentioned this like two days ago when people were over when people tell me they're turning on and off the lights it's like not a big deal but I still am like you remember things <laughs> like, I know like you knew this thing about me and it like you like did the little thing that it took to like make it so that I don't have to be in pain and that's like really huge and I think, like, I don't know, there's just been so many times that people have told me, oh, like, people aren't going to do that, they're not going to remember, and I'm like, no, like, people are cool, and they have, and that's been, like, really huge for me. Yeah, like, it's not like everyone's not going to be like, no, I won't accommodate you. You find the people that do, Yeah. and those are, like, those are your people. (laughs) You don't want to be around the people that refuse to do things that are helpful for you. Yeah. So, switching gears a little bit, going back to kind of Friendship House specifics. Yeah. This is a two-part question, so I'll ask both parts and then I can re-ask them again because two-part questions are just so hard to remember all of the parts of. But what do you like about living in Friendship House and what are some things that you wish you could change? Jen, do you want to go first? Yeah, well, I like how Friendship House is a place where people with disabilities can live together and everything and how it's a place where this is where we can live together and like enjoy life together and and all and everything and not just enjoy life and just being together and like one thing I would change about it is I'm I besides the color pink and everything I also like ant I also like animals a lot I'm a big like animal lover and everything and I think I would change is right now we can't have animals we can't have like any sort of like pet and everything and the house and everything, but 
I would like to. One thing I would say is the animal rule and and like the no pet rule and thing because I really would like to have a pet black cat <laughs> and and on the reason behind that is I'm a really big Carolina Panthers fan and their mascot is a black cat named Sir Purr and everything and that's the reason why I really want a black cat in my own and everything and and like I really know how to take care of animals because before I lived here I lived in my parents and we lived up in Connecticut and we had like a black dog and everything and and those during the whole time we were living up there and things so I really know how to be responsible, taking care of a pet, and everything. That's the reason why I really want a pet black cat, and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm like really mad that I can't have one while living here because <laughs> we French house doesn't allow pets, and yeah, everything which is oh, which which is not good in my opinion, but. Yeah. Oh well, I can't change that and <laughs> Yeah. Everything. That would be really awesome if you could have a pet. I feel like that whatever like if you got a black cat or any kind of pet, that pet would just be so loved. Yeah. Like yeah. there would be so much love for that okay. animal. Yeah, and yeah. that's reason like the reason why I'm a big animal lover is because that's the reason why I can whenever I see like pictures or video or anything of animals being like abused and mistreated oh, yeah. it really like hurts my heart because in my heart I really believe that any kind of animal is put on this earth by God to be treated and loved with the kind of love and respect you would give to your fellow human being and yeah. everything because why else would have God created animals except to be loved and treated with uh, the utmost respect and everything that you would give to your fellow human and everything. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Can I, Jen, can I show you a picture yeah. of my dog? I was going to say, yeah. we have to introduce Mudge. Oh, so cute. Mudge is great. After we finish I the interview, I can go grab him yes. and I'll, I'll bring him in here. Yeah. He's I, Despite I the fact that he looks like a very sad person, <laughs> he, he just always looks sad. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. Like with like, in my opinion, that's what I think about. Like, say basset hounds, they always oh, yep. look sad <laughs> and everything, and and all in a way. I don't know why, but yeah. to me, yeah. they just. Looks so sad all the time. I always say that Mudge is just a sad pound puppy. Like he's one of those puppies in sad, sad animal commercials. And I'm like, he lives a good life. He's not actually sad. He just looks really sad. Yeah. Except if he if he runs, like if he's standing up, he like when he wags his tail, his whole butt wiggles. So then he looks happy. But Okay, Tatum, what about oh, you? Yeah, what do you I like about Friendship House and maybe what would you change? Okay. Um, I like, I think, similar, the community 
Um, I was really nervous coming in, like, really nervous coming in that I was not going to have, like, good community and good relationships. And I think all, like, eight people in the girl's house, well, I'm eight, so seven. Well, I don't know. I have a good relationship with myself, I guess. Um, All seven other people in the girl's house I'm, like, really close with now. And that just, like, has, I don't know, that's been so huge for me and so helpful for me, um, especially moving so far away. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's been a huge thing. And I think um, it's already been fun to notice the ways that, like, those relationships are, like, impacting me. And, like, even, like, we were talking before about, like, I've already picked up on like I picked up on things when I was living with you Cammy, that like I'll say or do or whatever and then I've already done that with people here and like I don't know it's just cool and like to know I don't know just knowing that these relationships are gonna like continue has been really exciting for me um and then to change um I'm still like pretty new to the scene because I've only been here a year but I guess I think um kind of I guess my consistent always thing is that like I'm just always like more disability pride and so I think we could move from kind of like acceptance and tolerance of disability to like a sort of like disability pride like thing um I say with my giant disability pride flag right above us Mm -hmm. um but like I think embracing like um conversation around disability and like excitement around it like I feel like there's like a lot of acceptance and stuff but being like no, like, this is who we are, and, like, we're excited about that, and, like, this, like, getting to just be, like, yeah, like, this is part of life, and, like, we're not gonna be awkward about it, and we're not gonna, like, whatever, and just, like, get to dive into that would be really cool, um, and I think I, yeah, I think I've gotten to do that some here, and I got to do that a lot when I was living with you, Cammie, and so, like, getting to do that a little bit more would be cool, yeah. That's awesome. We are getting close to the end of the time that we have recording here, um, that wasn't a sentence. That's okay. <laughs> it was almost that, I say that all the time. That wasn't a yeah, that wasn't a sentence. What advice do you have for other disabled people trying to find community? Well, the kind of advice I have is like find a place where you you would feel the most comfortable in and. And on, like, don't be afraid to, like, speak up for yourself and everything. And all, because if you don't, your whole world might be really awful and everything. And you might get, like, really bad thoughts in your mind and, and all. And everything. So, if you can find people who are like you, then that's good and everything. And, like... Try to find like the kind of crowd that you like and don't hang out with people who would like to do bad things and everything mm-hmm. that might that you might end up harming yourself with or and everything and and alls. Yeah. And I think that's all I have to say. Cool. I would echo all of that really. Um and then yeah, I think you kind of touched on this, but, like, I would say, like, just be yourself. Like, I think we've said this before, but I think a lot of times um, disability gets kind of, like, stifled and people are like, oh, like, you don't want to share that part of yourself or whatever. And, like, you're not going to feel welcome until your whole self is welcomed in a space. And so, like, 
be like allow yourself to be your whole self even if that's not what people in the past have like told you to do or whatever like if that feels authentic to who you are then like take up that space and if and then you'll like attract the people that work for you you know so I think that's um I don't know that's really huge for me okay I really love those answers can I just repeat that you just said if your whole self is not welcome you are not welcome like yeah. you're not welcome until your whole self is welcome. I would just yes. really love that, and I think we should just put that on a poster or something. I like that. Yeah. You should answer that question too, Kami. Me? Yeah. I just made a really like uh, like surprised <laughs> face that Tatum would ask me a question on my own podcast. Oh, um, this I, is a podcast, like- so you can't see the video of this, but that's what just happened. <laughs> um, I think yeah, kind of the same thing. Like, be yourself, and you will find your people like you don't have to change yourself or smoosh down your disability you will find people eventually and it might not like it might not be the first people you find it might not be the people that you think you would be really close with but there are people out there and you will find them and they will love you for all of you yeah now that we're all crying about (laughs) disability (laughs) community so Every podcast episode, I end with the same question. And I've already asked Tatum this question. So, Jen, I'm going to ask it to you. The name of the podcast is Disability Belongs. What does Disability Belongs mean to you? Well, Disability Belongs means to me that it, you don't, despite the fact that someone has a disability, it, it, doesn't change who they are and everything and if you can find people who can accept you for who you are then that's great and everything and that makes the world a whole better place and everything and oh and I think that's all I can think of for that. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. This whole conversation has been so wonderful it was so great to get to meet you on video jen even though we're in person quite yet i'm just gonna do a quick podcast housekeeping and shout out the podcast instagram which is at disability underscore belongs underscore podcast and i will link it in the show notes so you don't have to like type that in get all the spelling correct and everything But it has been so great to have you here, Jen and Tatum. I will see you later. See you. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the Disability Belongs podcast. We can't wait for our next episode, and we hope you'll join us then.